0: Pack Media presents NFT. Dr. Jeremy here. You know, the NFT space is ripe with innovation and creativity. And as creative and innovative as these project teams are, and the community itself with really interesting derivatives and uh, art that is just being made on a regular basis, um, the dev teams coming up with new ideas and pushing the boundaries, the scammers in this space are equally innovative and creative, uh, perhaps even more so. So I hope you listen to this episode closely, and I hope it helps you and your friends that are into this space or or people that are just getting into the space. This should be listened to as sort of a 001 episode, a first episode as you enter. So you can guard yourself against some of these predators that are coming after your NFTs and after your crypto. And um, this is a public service episode. So I hope you really enjoy it. Um, we did it live uh, in Dubai and uh, had a lot of fun making it. Uh, before we jump into it, I do want to thank the folks at My Moment. I know they ship their units; they look great. People are super excited all over Twitter, the NFT community showing their My Moments off. Um, congratulations to the My Moment team on getting their project shipped, and I'm just super proud and excited to continue my partnership with them as we go forth and uh, and and try to, you know, support the development of this NFT space together. So. We're going to get into this episode we're talking scams with desert mentor steve bambury here we go welcome to nf teach dr jeremy here very excited for this episode for a number of reasons one, it is always a pleasure to be joined by my friend, Desert Minter, Steve Bambury. That is always good fun. But two, we are together in the same room recording right now.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: <laughs> it's the first ever, like, in the same room live episode I've done. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah. And,
1: and for dinner. <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: Tacos are, are enjoyable for everyone. I need to take
1: uh, the pictures I took from your balcony. I need to stick them on Twitter so people can see the incredible view. Yeah, it is
0: a beautiful over view Dubai Marina. from this place for yeah. sure. We're going to be talking about probably not the most fun topic today, but a topic that needs to be talked about, which which are scams. The NFT space is ripe with scams. So what we've attempted to do is try to make the most thorough list possible and just run through some of the scenarios and different scams that we know of uh, so that you can better guard yourself against NFT predators.
1: There's definitely sharks in the open sea.
0: Yes. Pun intended. (laughs) Indeed. Um, So we're going to start with Discord. We're going to talk about some Discord scams to get started with.
1: Yeah, I I think really there's there's three places, aren't there? There's three places that we're going to look at because there's three places that underpin the whole community really right now, which is Discord, Twitter, and OpenSea itself. And obviously we're aware of the fact that there are other communication tools like Telegram, but neither of us use it. There are other social networks, but Twitter is definitely... The, the hub when it comes to uh, the, the NFT community. And obviously, there are different marketplaces as well, but OpenSea tends to be the most prevalent right most now. Yep. And,
0: and, uh, and
1: when it's the most prevalent, that's going to be the one that is always targeted the and most.
0: And the right most off the top, I should mention that I do not plan on slamming OpenSea in this episode. So this is a, uh, an episode where I'm not faulting anyone for these issues. I'm merely pointing them out so that people can govern themselves better and be prepared. So um, that's just something to keep in mind as we get started.
1: And I think that, you know, we were talking about this earlier on today, like that is for you and I, it's, it's one of the advantages that we have coming from a an education background, from an academic background, because, you know, I mean, I've taught kids as young as four about online dangers and, you know, avoiding scams. I remember, I did a lesson with some five-year-olds a few years ago using augmented reality, where we had this box with a question mark on it, and I was asking them, like a physical box in the classroom, and I was saying to them, do you want to open the box? And I called say oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, please, can we open the box? And then when they scanned the box with an iPad, it says, congratulations, you've won a virus. And it led into a lesson about what computer virus was and stuff like that.
0: But that is a really apt comparison to what these, like, remember the, the really terrible ads that would pop up and yeah, yeah, yeah. especially on Android and uh, just regular PCs. So we, yeah, we are going to talk about discord first and we'll talk about Twitter and then we'll lastly talk about OpenSea. So with discord, um, you know, and I think part of the part that contributes to scams with discord is the fact that people don't really freaking understand discord that much yeah, because it's yeah. such a new platform. in right. general. Yeah. For, for the non gamers, definitely people
1: are joining. I mean, you see it quite a lot. I mean, I myself, I, I, and I think you as well, we joined Discord because of NFTs. And I see plenty of people, conversely, you know, I've been on Twitter for years, but a lot of people, you know, younger people that were maybe not on Twitter, but were on stuff like TikTok and Instagram that have now joined Twitter because they've realized that that's the platform that a lot, of these, yeah, a lot of these projects are using to communicate with, uh, with their
0: market. Well, the, f- the first Discord scam we're going to talk about is the first one that I encountered, which is, you can imagine my excitement and enthusiasm when... I received a DM claiming I had won 2.5 ETH. Amazing. And all I had to do was just send my seed phrase and my wallet address and they would deposit it steadfastly and it would be my money. Um, And there was like half a second where I believed it, honestly. It was like, oh my God, I won. When when the price is that
1: kind of at that believable level, it's all right. But I mean, you do also get those ridiculous ones like you've won 9,000 Bitcoins. Yeah. Um, But it's all essentially the same scam, isn't it? It's all essentially... You know, it's it's the it's the the crypto equivalent of the old phone calls. You know, where it tells you you've won an, you know, an African lottery or something, and we just need your account number and sort code, and, you know, or your, or, your, or we need your credit card number and PIN and something like that. It's 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 the evolution of that. It, I I think they're the easiest ones to spot yeah. personally, but you do need to be aware if you are brand new to Discord, that you will inevitably get those. Because what happens is these people join servers that you're part of, and depending on how the servers are set up, if they have the permission level set in a certain way that people can start DMing anyone that they're in, a, uh, in the same server, then you're gonna get these.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing to underscore all of this and to kind of mention as a foundational piece of above all else is, if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably too it good to be true yeah. so the second discord stamp scam we're going to get into is dms trying to broker trades with no escrow so go ahead and talk through this one too. uh
1: yeah i mean this is this i i <laughs> i've had two or three of these again in the last couple of a couple of days probably in the last 24 hours um, the common theme tends to be around unopened top shop packs um, and for those that Maybe don't trade in Topshop. Um, obviously, there are pack drops. You can um, buy a pack if you're lucky enough to, to get in on a drop. Uh, you can open the pack or you can sit on the pack. You don't have to open it. But what you don't have the ability to do yet, they have talked about it maybe yeah. in the future, but you don't actually have the ability to sell your your packs your unopened packs and obviously some people are sitting on their unop, uh, unopened packs they're thinking that you know in the long term that they'll be worth more money to have unopened packs rather than to open their packs find out that they've got three you know relatively low price low moments. price moments and you know it's not worth anything um, and so this actually I think originally it was about a month ago they started so, so on what's, Twitter what's the they, request
0: they so, they say they send you a DM and they say what so, yeah,
1: so I was getting, I used to get them on Twitter and then I'm now getting them on Discord and they, they'll say, like, hi, I'm, I'm looking to sell my unopened top shop packs. I don't know if you'd be interested or something along those lines. Um, and obviously, they can't sell you unopened yeah. top shop packs. What they're going to try and lure you into is something where you send the money and then i'll send you the and pack. Then i'll send you again. the pack and yep. they're trying to to scam people who don't understand my approach to these now is i normally just reply not this one again please try something new this scam is outdated and what you find is within about 30 probably in about five seconds uh you get blocked and then i i i jot down the the username and, and report it
0: yeah um, and, and that takes us to our final discord scam, which is in person impersonation, which uh, you want to talk about Gary Vee in a popular artist uh, server with that. We don't have to name names to the artist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, Gary V um, seemingly popped up in a server that I was in the other day. Uh, and it, it wasn't Gary V. but it, people
0: were excited. I'm people sure. were excited.
1: It was him. And I, I I don't know what it was about it that, I mean, it had his photo on the, on the, you know, on the, as the uh, avatar on there. But when you click on someone's profile, you see their, their Discord username and Discord puts a unique four digit code after your username. And I'm in the V friends server as well. So I cross referenced and realized that it, it was a different number after the words Gary V. Um, and I've seen this a few times recently. I've seen it done in, a number of ways i've seen um people impersonating the uh the artists or impersonating the mods from servers and then dming people and you know saying oh you know you want a giveaway or i've decided to give you a private sale or something like that and, and trying to scam people that way uh, and it can be quite convincing you know if, if you're suddenly having a, a gary v or someone well, er- apparently
0: reaching out to you go the first discord scam which is dms claiming you won crypto you can like Sort of transpose, you know, Gary quote unquote air quotes Gary V saying, you know, just send me this or that, and I'm gonna send you a V Friends token or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna be less inclined to have your guard up because you're gonna be so excited that you're getting a DM from
1: me. And, and that has happened. Uh, yeah. He that happened in in the V Friends server. There was a, a fake Gary V in there, and they were uh, DMing people and saying, yeah, uh, you have won this. I think the the mantra from all of the the artists the developers the mods is always the same you know no one should ever be asking you for your seed phrase and you should never be giving anyone your seed phrase um it's it's like it's it's the equivalent of your pin for your for your credit card but Nobody as, needs it apart from you.
0: as we worked out our list here that we've generated you know some of these are not most of these are not Based off of getting your seed phrase. I mean, people are clever, right? And yeah. in a space that's so new, where there's so much money being horse traded left and right, up and down, yeah. it's right for for scams. So, and this is not to try to discourage anyone from entering the space, but just to remind you to keep your guard up. We're gonna so we're gonna go through the Discord scams again, just to recap. DMs claiming you won crypto. DMs trying to book broker, broker trades with no escrow, and then uh impersonation so those are our three discord scams we covered we're going to move on to twitter scams now with twitter you're still getting these dm scams
1: yeah you you, you'll still get those um as as i mentioned obviously those top shot pack there was a point about a month ago where i was getting that on a daily basis i was getting unopened top shot packs um and i started screenshotting one and when i got another one sent from a different account replying with, with the that. screenshot and they, they were literally word for word the same thing um, and then the, the community kind of rallied and started calling out some of these fake accounts and blocking them and stuff but the problem of course with all of this is if you catch someone out using a fake account
0: they close it they close they it and open up shop across the open yep. under a different name. so so dms you know in general are ripe for and because they're private so they're not exposed to an audience and yeah
1: exactly it's easier to lure you in that way it's it's easier to to lure you in it's easier to to deliver a a trick or a scam without a a public audience that could catch you out or call you out or you know say hang on a minute be careful here which is interesting because that leads to the next one on our list which is the metamask thing yep Uh, and i i mean I'd like to think that I'm sensible enough that I wouldn't have fallen for it, but when this someone tried this on me, it was a member. Of, they did it publicly, and a member of the community replied to the comment saying, "This is a trick. Don't fall for this," because I put some comment. I put some tweet out, and I used the word meta. Yeah. Any any
0: time you use the exact verbiage of MetaMask with the compound word together, just yep. like in, yep. in the name of MetaMask. There is an automatic bot or several automatic bots that will say, need MetaMask support? Click here and yeah. we'll help you. So, yeah, it was a fake account called MetaMask
1: support um, that said, oh, sorry, you're having trouble. We're gonna, we'll DM you. With it's a, like a Google so, form or something. Solution right? or something. Yeah. Um, and by chance, I mean, I, I hadn't even seen that. I don't actually already dealt with the problem, I think, at this point. Um, and was just venting on Twitter and then this message came in but somebody else had replied and I wish I could remember if it was to say thank you to them uh, here on the show but I, um, I can't remember if it was but somebody put that's a scam man don't fall for that but I did get the DM which leads to obviously the next thing which is the sharing of links and files and this is where the really things take a much darker turn and we've seen artists being scammed this way we've seen uh buyers being scammed this way we've seen lots of different people get scammed this way and this is essentially the, the one of the oldest tricks in the book when it comes to online safety which is phishing uh, and that's phishing with a ph not phishing with an f uh phishing scams where you are sent links of some form it could be a web link it could be a link to a file um and it is seemingly innocent but it hides uh, some sort of threat. It could be a virus. It could be uh, it, that it installs a key logger that starts to log all of your key presses so it can record your passwords. It could be something that completely hijacks your your system. And sadly, we've seen cases in the last month or we've seen more than too many cases. People of, getting cleaned out. People getting cleaned out. People being told, uh, artists, for example, I've seen more than one artist be scammed by someone saying, "Oh, we want to commission you. Your art's amazing. We want to commission you. Um, can we send you some some sketches to look at? Uh, you know, and if they if they're seemingly genuine enough, you know, some artists, okay, yeah, send me some sketches because that makes sense. Yeah. But then they want to send you, oh, I'll send you an exe file. Oh, I'll send you a zip file, and they download." Oh, so just open that so,
0: so what's the sort of way to guard yourself against the the files is it is it as simple as just if you're sending me sketches send me the jpeg yeah. i can see it that way right yeah. so it's really yeah. any sort of link where you cannot see what's on the other end of it right
1: yeah which is, is, is tough you know it's tough especially with things like bitly and that that allow you to do link shortening because i can hide a link to something by shortening the link um where the, ultimately it comes back to the fact that, you know, everything here, everything in the NFT space, it all comes back to crypto. It's, there's money involved. And as soon as there's money involved, there's people are clever. People are clever and people yeah. are unscrupulous. And you've got to be double careful. You, you've got to you've got to to watch your back a lot more than a lot of people are doing. Um And we have seen, you know, we talked a little bit about whether or not to cover um, hardware wallets in this episode, and I honestly think that if we go down that rabbit hole, it's, it's a whole other episode. It's a whole probably. other episode, uh, and I think that there are better guests than myself that you could get on that. Are, have more get someone experience. from
0: Ledger to talk through that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, but hardware wallets are becoming increasingly popular with the people holding higher value accounts because they recognise the fact that it's not safe keeping all of this stuff. You know, the irony is that we all thought, oh, it's in the blockchain, you know, it's secure and we can track all these transactions. Well, yeah, you can track all these transactions. The problem is you yeah, you can see who stole your stuff, and and, where it's gone. And
0: and doesn't mean you can get it back. And with the idea of decentralization behind it, it means that, yes, it's logged. But who's who it's represents that contract address is still impossible to necessarily trace. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's solid advice. Uh, and you see this all the
1: time. I mean, as, as we'll come to, you now towards talking about OpenSea. Uh, and I was mentioning to you earlier, Ron, uh, I, f- I, f- I find that when I'm on your show, I'm, I always seem to name drop Per Evil. But um, in this case, it, it's, it's legit because um, Spirit Damer, the guy that runs the Per Evil server, you know, he runs raffles, drop raffles in, in his server. Because, uh, you know, the, the competition is so fierce for his PCs, he only drops one a day. And to save gas wars with 100 people, he does raffle drops. And in the last week or so, you know, he saw a massive surge in, in interest in these raffles. And fair play to him, you know, he actually did a little bit of detective work. And he used ETHSCAN and, and some other stuff. And he tracked seven wallets to the same OpenSea account, uh, all unnamed wallets. Now, whenever if you ever go on a drop and you see and you see, unfortunately, since all the time now with the big drops, if you then go hit the secondary market after a big drop and you have and you open up like the, the floor pieces, you will see again and again and again, you will see that the owner doesn't have a name. It will have like a list of letters and numbers. And that is because they've got an unnamed wallet. Um, and in a lot of cases, this is because people are running multiple wallets. And then seeding them all into the same place. Not necessarily a scam, but it shows you how easy. And, and you no, know, it's these unnamed wallets. When when someone has their their wallet emptied out and, and all their stuff stolen, it's not going into a wallet with someone's name and address written on yeah. it. It's going into an unnamed wallet. It's not at and Jay it's Williams being laundered. NFT. NFT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. And then it's being laundered off into another one. Um. So it, you know, yes, it's a blockchain. Yes, we can see it all, but it's. It doesn't mean that it's uh you know recoverable
0: well um, why, why don't we sail forth toward the, the open, open seas. seas and uh shout out to gideon and nate my buddies uh they, they were behind the scenes on a, a couple episodes helping me understand some of the technology behind some of the issues that i was describing on a previous episode with steve around intellectual property uh so shout out to those guys but what are some of the ripe open sea scams that you need to be mindful of and be careful of? The obvious one
1: is fake collections around drops. Um, and the crazy thing is now we've got to the point where the fake collections are now popping up before the drops even happen.
0: Someone thinks they're getting a great deal and they're getting early access to something and then.
1: Yeah. So, for example, um, trying to think of what's dropped in the last few days, right? So like uh, the Hall of Fame Goat Lodge dropped the other day. It was one of the big drops over the weekend. Um, If you went to OpenSea and started typing in, in the search bar, Hall of Fame, you would have seen three or four collections come up for Hall of Fame Goat Lodge. Now, obviously, once you get to 100 ETH traded and that... You know which one You get the blue tick and you know that that's the legit one, but that doesn't happen straight away. So these fake collections, they tend to spring up as I say, just after these drops. And literally all, all someone will do is they'll, they'll put an extra space in the title or they'll put a full stop at the end of it or something like that. Just a tiny little distinguisher. They'll use the exact same icon. They'll use the exact same banner. They'll just copy and paste it. And then as soon as the assets start to drop, they'll just copy and, and, and paste them and, and mint them as NFTs. And they'll price them at what looks like a bargain. And they'll try and sell. 10 20 30 50 before they get caught yep um and, and as i say again, you're, than... you're, you're now getting this before the, the fake collection springing up before the actual minting takes place yeah and you'll see it in the discord servers you know inevitably you come towards any sort of big drop and there will be some post that goes up in the announcement channel saying guys please be careful avoid the fake the, the fake accounts and stuff uh, you can go if you're in open seas own Discord server, you can. They have a channel where you can report fake collections. You can also. The, the strange thing is that on OpenSea, I mean, Jeremy, you can't. If you're on a collections page, there's no ability to report. But if you go to a specific item, if you click on one item in that collection, you can report. There will be a button there that says "Report this," and uh, but it's a bit of. I can see how it might put people off just because it's a bit of a faff. Like you, you can't just click "Report." You've got to say what collection, what it's copying. You've got to mess around then opening another tab and finding the real collection. And I think I think for some people, they're just like, oh, I can't be bothered. It's a bit
0: cumbersome. So you just, you leave it alone. And I mean, uh, OpenSea is doing a good job in trying to remediate and address some of the concerns that people have had uh, with the CryptoFunk saga being probably one of the, the latest ones. Yeah. But I mean, they they've been pretty responsive. They're doing a lot more with community engagement. I see them hosting spaces. I see them. Um, more active on Twitter, so you know they're they're doing their best, but the product is so new they are the market leader in terms of nft market marketplaces yeah. and um that you know there are holes that are going to get discovered as the the product evolves, and yeah. marketplaces on the whole start to evolve yeah 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 and and the other more egregious open sea scam is the Google scam. you want to explain that yeah, yeah, that was an interesting one wasn't it um Again,
1: apologies, I can't remember the, the guy's name that got scammed this way, but there was a, there's was, there been more than one, I think, I think it's been two now, instances of completely fake phishing sites, uh, completely fake open sea sites being listed on Google. And then they've even somehow been able to pay the advert- for, for Google ads to get themselves pushed to the top. Um, of, of the ranking. So for those, again, it's crazy because I've, I've, I've literally taught classes with 10-year-olds teaching this stuff. So this is how I'm familiar with it all. But you, you, when I see things like this happen to people, you realize oh. that, you know, our generation and people from our generation, even the generation below us, they didn't get all this stuff no, in school.
0: definitely they not. They didn't get at all. Yeah.
1: Um, so they don't necessarily know. But like, so if you search for, if you go on to Google now and type in, I don't know, um, uh, pet adoption, and the first links that, that will come up will have the
0: little ad symbol next to them because they've paid to be at the top of those rankings. And then underneath that... You and know, in, in that example of pet adoption, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a valid site. Well, no, it's no, just no, a paid no, ad.
1: No, no, they've paid to be at the top because if, if there's 14 million results for pet adoption and you're trying to get your business started, you want to be near the top. And One of the best ways to do that is through Google Ads. Um, so yeah, a, a, a fake OpenSea site that was like open hyphen C or something like that um, managed to get themselves to the top of Google. Someone clicked on it when they clicked on it, it asked them to log into their MetaMask
0: with the same sort of UI that you would have oh, yeah, on yeah, open yeah, C yeah. to the T
1: um, asked them to click into to MetaMask. And um, and as soon as they did, they, they they started seeing all the stuff in their wallet. All their money, their apes, all of their stuff just start to, to vanish. Disappear. To be to be pulled off into one of these unnamed wallets. Um, and you know, this is an absolute gold mine for uh, cyber criminals. It really is. And uh, you know, I not last year because of COVID, but a couple of years before, I have actually spoken at an event here in Dubai which is mostly focused on cyber security. Um, but I've I've been a guest speaker in terms of the intersection between virtual reality, obviously, because of all the work that I've done with VR, the intersection of VR and cybersecurity. But I always love going to this event because I go and sit in, like, I met the former FBI most wanted, like, hacker. Um, and, you know, his his hour-long presentation was, like, more fascinating than anything you'd see on TV because of some of the stuff that he's done. But I watched this other guy sit there um, and he went, watch this, give me 20 minutes. And it, he, he brought up the the Gulf News, which is the leading newspaper in this region, in this country. He brought this website up. He cloned it in about a minute. Uh, and within about 10 minutes, I think, he had built this complete replica site that looked identical. It had a 1 instead of the L in golf. So unless you are really paying attention, it looked like golf news. Yep. And he put 50 different exploits on this page, 50 different places where as soon as you clicked, he, you had done. He had your entire computer. Um, And you know we're at the very, very tip now of this. This is going to get a lot worse in the crypto space and the NFT space before it gets better. There's going to be more and more and more people seeing holes in security, seeing holes in the holes in the tech and holes in the security, seeing a naivety and and a lack of awareness in the user base, uh, and seeing a hell of a lot of money trading hands. And
0: uh, it's right. Yeah, it's new. It's not well understood. Um, people are getting onboarded to the space daily. So there's just a lack of knowledge. So yeah. hopefully, uh, as we wrap up this episode, this, uh, you know, this can serve as a good primer. This is going to be marked a beginner episode. And this is definitely one that you should send to friends that are new entering the NFT space so that they can be knowledgeable about Discord scams, Twitter scams and OpenSea scams. Is there any more other OpenSea ones that we want to talk about other than the the fake collection and the Google scam.
1: There probably are, but off the top of my head, they're, they're, they're the main ones. That I think I think we've covered quite a lot there. You um, want to you
0: want to talk about any projects you're working
1: on before we sign off? Uh, no, right now. What you no? It seems almost inappropriate after, after this topic. If you want me to start shouting out sort of projects, still scam
0: then shill. <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: scam then shill. Um, no. Uh, all I would say is, uh, I just shout out to all of the, the people out there making the one on one art projects is it's it's been really nice in the last couple of weeks since we last recorded together to see more people start to to wake up to the fact that, you know, yeah, I can have one of ten thousand or I can have one of one. Um, and which one of these is is more special and which one of these, if you're interested in it financially, which one of these is going to work be worth more money in the long term. And which one of these is have more effort put into it? Um, I think that there's some absolutely stunning artists working in the space now, and, uh, and it's really nice to see them starting to get the recognition um, that they deserve. Yep,
0: yeah, I think that's a great note to close on. Uh, again, uh, thank you for all of the downloads, reviews, retweets and likes. Uh, the, the podcast is doing well, and it's all because of your support, the NFT community. So huge thanks. We'll be back with more episodes this week. I'd like to thank Desert Mentor Steve Bambury for joining me uh, as the, for his third episode. And uh, we'll be back with more episodes this week. Thank, uh, thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. And we will talk to you soon.